0: Not all days are similar. Some days you wake up feeling absolutely exasperated. Like you just want to do something and you don't even know what you want to do. You want to be somewhere else but you don't even know where and if you know where, you don't know how to get there. And it could be a simple place like just walking down your house and going to the garden below but you just can't get there you you've been there right and it's it's that feeling behind that feeling it's that sensation and that emotion and that mind and that thought behind it which is mm, so impossible to put your finger on (sighs) and you're boiling you're boiling With some unknown rage and some hugely profound emotion that is impossible to explain. But you're just that, you are alive in that, you're breathing that, you're being that, and you're just sitting and being that. And then something amazing happens. Well, not very amazing, but quite amazing. That you come across something that says, Yes, this is it. This is what I was looking for. This is what I wanted to hear today, right now. And suddenly it's there in front of you. Stoa. I came across this. A friend sent it. And I read it and I wow loved it. The Stoa. From the Greek Stoic. You know, the philosophy. Stoic philosophy. It says, don't explain your philosophy, embody it, Epictetus. Must be some Greek philosopher, Epictetus. And it explains, the Stoa is a space that does not need to be named the Stoa. The Stoa is a space that does not need to to be named the Stoa. It is a space where people come not for a reason, as they are coming for something that is beyond a reason. It is a space where people come not for a reason as they are coming for something that is beyond a reason. It is a space that holds space for what wants to emerge when people encounter each other. And I'd like to add over here, not just each other, when they encounter their true self. When they encounter whatever is alive in them and that's their true self. In this moment what is alive in me is my true self. Mm I have a full grip over it, even though it's uncomfortable and undesirable, but there I am, fully alive in what's me right now. And then it says, this can only emerge if we see one another as a mystery. And I'd like to add, this can only emerge if we see our own self as a mystery. We see this at the knife's edge when we speak to what is most alive. We see this at the knife's edge when we speak to what is most alive. And I love that image of of being at the knife's edge. You know, when something or someone is at the knife's edge, that person or that, that thing, that animal, is fully alive in that moment because it's focused and its life is at stake. And don't you feel that way many days when you wake up and you just feel like you're at the edge of, at the end of the knife's edge the life's coming at you and you don't even know what to do how to react but you're in that moment frozen and alive and ready and awake for a change fully awake and you probably want to remain at the knife's edge and then it says we see this at the knife's edge when we speak to what is most alive When one speaks what is most alive, one feels alive. And that's why speaking about what's alive in me right now, no matter how it's feeling so terrible, so miserable, and yet so amazing, that you want to shake it off and yet you don't want to shake it off. And that's when you're feeling so alive and it speaks to you. And that's when you're speaking about what is alive in you in this moment. This is how live players are created. Live players are created. And this is how dead players are freed from the scripts that are no longer in service to themselves or the world. This is how dead players are freed from the scripts that are no longer in service to themselves or the world. And that is where I need to pause and breathe and... Acknowledge that yes, when I'm at this knife's edge this morning I'm not talking about anybody else. Wow. Usually for decades I've talked about my parents or my ex-husbands or this one and that one and this friend and this incident and why they did something and that they've occupied my mind and my heart and they are causing that turmoil. The thought of that Is causing turmoil, and for a change, I'm noticing none of that comes to mind. It's just me. It's just me seeing me, and in that me, I'm meeting so many of us who go through this exact thing century after century after century after century until we know that it's just me at the edge of the knife. This is how live players are created and this is how dead players are freed from the scripts that are no longer in service to themselves or the world. Wow. I'm so glad that all of these things and all of these stories that I carry and ideas and ideologies and and perfectionisms and uh, expectations and demands from myself and the world I no longer carry. Wow. That I woke up this morning and I looked at myself within, at the edge of the knife, there was no one but just me. And this empty feeling inside. The Stoa is not a school, it says, think tank, clinic or commune, and it is definitely not a fucking YouTube channel. The stoa is a stewarded demonic fire, demonic fire on an obscure hill in the noosphere serving as a beacon to find the others the store is a stewarded demonic fire on an obscure hill in the noosphere serving as a beacon to find the others it is a surprise for those who have become weary of the endless pressure to know ah ah and finally for the first time in the last 15 hours I'm taking a deep breath listening to this is it is articulating what I exactly feel that's why it is feeling right to listen to these words because I'm already there it is a surprise for those who have become weary of the endless pressure to know the endless pressure to know and I'm weary I know for years now I practice not knowing and staying in the space of i don't know and feeling the mm-hmm. the panic feeling the dread in that space of i really don't know and becoming open and naked and finding all parts of you dropping away and becoming fragile and vulnerable soft and bloody and open because i really don't know the pressure of knowing Wanting to know, needing to know, dropping away. And it is also, it says, it is also a portal to a new world. A world that you may have stopped believing in, but have always been secretly longing for. This is written by Peter Limberg, <laughs> And it's true. A world that you and I might have stopped believing in but have always been secretly longing for. And in that longing we kept it alive. Secretly, unknowingly, subconsciously we are longing for it all the time. And the picture of Meera longing for Krishna to return to her home, the Sufis dancing dervishes in the Junoon in the In the craze of meeting that unknown come to my mind. But in our longing we kept it alive. In our desperate running here and there, we kept it alive. And this is how my morning begins. And this is how I invite you to meet yourself. In your morning, evening, or noon, meet yourself just as you are. All of those feelings, all of those sensations and thoughts and demands and stories and expectations, they're all right. They have a reason to be here. Be them. Don't explain. Don't wait. Don't ask. Don't look for them. Don't try to articulate them. Don't try to understand them. Just be them. Fully embody them. Just fully become them and surrender to yourself in this moment and say, yes, I am livid. Yes, I am alive in my lividness. I am alive in my quest to know. I am alive in my quest to figure it out. I know I'm feeling helpless. I know I'm feeling torn, devastated even. I know I'm at the end of all ends and I'm here and I'm going to stay here. Don't go for anything more than a cup of tea or coffee and preferably a large glass of water really helps. And then stay in that. If it's difficult, take a pencil a pen, start writing, start scribbling, you'll find an ability, a way to just be in it, just become it completely. Have no explanations, have no expectations, have nowhere to go. You will find something. You will find something very precious in totally being that stoic, In the moment, fully alive and allowing. I tend to want to remove all distractions because it's it's, it's that space where I have to first meet myself. That space of self-empathy, self-connection. First thing in the morning, several times during the day, last thing in the day. And only then, and only then can I move into this field of action, orientation, life around me. But first the life inside, in the ecosphere of the self, needs tending, needs water and sunlight from my own eyes, from my own attention, needs nurturing. And probably this is the way, like they say, we come right home. I hope you have a wonderful time exploring this dimension. and see the magic. It never never ceases to surprise you, never ceases to fill you up, never ceases to hold you in intimacy, never ceases to embrace you with a fervor you will never find anywhere else with anyone else but with yourself. This light was right here within us. It always escaped us. still keeps escaping us. Thank you. Thank you for for this friend who sent me this message in an email and sent it with so much love. And I loved it when I read it. The Stoic. I love you and I'll see you around.